Welcome to the Shed the Shame Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Whitens, online women's mental and emotional wellness coach, educator, and mental health advocate. My mission is to create and embrace a new norm of processing emotions and healing trauma. This will allow us to collectively shed the shame, guilt, and stigmas around mental health, emotional well-being, and self-care. It's long overdue for society to empower women to shamelessly focus on their own health and wellness so they can self-heal and, in turn, model that healing in their relationships and especially for their children. This podcast is a place for inspiration, education, and tools on how to confidently break the societal patterns that keep us stuck, unhappy, and unfulfilled in life. It's time to start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of. Together, we can do this one episode at a time. So without further ado, let's dive right in and shed the shame. Hey, everybody, this is Jenny, and I have some super exciting news to share with you all. I'm finally ready to launch the Confidently Clear and Connected Community Membership. Oh, I've been working on this. For months and months and months, like almost a year, you guys. This is a community just for women. It's a safe place for you to land to get the guidance and support and the training that you've wanted because you feel like you're lost and unsupported and not confident at all with what's going on in life. You're exhausted if you find that you're questioning like life and what you're doing and you just feel isolated and alone, this is the safe place for you to land. If you know there's something more for you, but you don't know where to start, this is for you. I created this for all the women who know they want to change something in life, but they just can't quite figure out what it is. This is for all the women who are feeling like things aren't going their way, like they feel stuck and overwhelmed and anxious and unhappy in life. I created this community so it would be a place for women to go to to get that guidance from me without working one-on-one with me because it wouldn't be in your budget. If you want something that is within your budget that can change your life and that will guide you to where you want to go and where you feel like you should be, this is it. I want to take you by the hand and walk you back home to your most confident and resilient self. And we're going to do so through all the practices that I've learned and through all the modalities that I've learned. I'm going to teach them to you and teach you how to use them most effectively. We'll have video conference calls. I'll take you through it. It'll be in a Facebook group and there will be guidance and tools and tips and trainings along the way and every week you're going to learn something new that brings you back to your best self. If this sounds like what you've been waiting for, then you need to dive in. We've officially opened up registration. Go to the link in the notes for the show or the link in my Instagram bio. It will take you directly to the webpage where it will fill you in on all of the details for this membership. So go ahead, go take a look. If you have any questions, you can personally message me and I would be happy to answer any questions that you have. The Confidently Clear and Connected Community membership is open for registration and I cannot wait to see you there. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Shed the Shame. 
So happy you are joining me today. I've got some great, awesome, helpful tips, almost like a checklist for you to get your freaking life back and feel like you are connected with yourself again. Like this episode is for all the moms, all the women that are feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and like defeated. And what we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to help give you a checklist of things that you need to plug into every single day in order to beat those feelings, in order to feel good, in order to feel like you're making a difference, not just in your own life, but in the life of your families and your colleagues. Like you, if you implement these things, you're going to feel like magic. Like it's, it's going to change your life. Now, these are some things that I've been implementing for a few years, sometimes more consistently than others. I've been in kind of a rut for, for a while, but as of the last few weeks, I've really been sticking to this method and it's been working wonders for me and it has shot my productivity up through the roof, which makes me feel better about myself and the things that I get done, I feel proud of. And so that boosts my mood even more. So I'm going to give you this list. Before before we dive in, I just want to uh, acknowledge that this episode might sound a little bit different because I'm killing two birds with one stone here. I'm actually driving to an appointment right now that's a ways away. And, you know, I'm just like you. I'm a busy woman. I got a ton of shit going on. And so I'm trying to make the best use of my time and get this episode hammered out for you. And I just thought about it like, yeah, I've, I'm actually like <laughs> doing more things at once, but I'm feeling good about it. And that's kind of one of the things I want you to think about as I move through this episode. Like, how can you fit in the things that you have to get done without becoming overwhelmed, but tuning into that feeling of... Um, like really grounding into feeling proud that you're accomplishing something even in a short span of time that you have. You know, I own my own company and so I have to use my time wisely in all the different tasks that I need to do. So this is one of the things I'm doing today in order to get that done. So without further ado, I'm going to start giving you this checklist of things that are really going to help you, but they're only going to help you if you implement them. All right. And this is only going to be magical for you if you take action and do it. And so I'll kind of give you an overview of the things here that I implement every single day. And then I'll tell you how I do it and how I make it happen. Okay. So then I'll, you know, get into each one on its own and what it is and how to, some tips on how to make it happen for you and why it's good for you to do this each day or try to do it each day, okay? So there's six things that I try and make sure that I do every single day. And those six things, and sometimes I don't get to them, and that's fine. I give myself grace with that because some days are just crazier than others, right? And so those six things are movement, meditation, joy and love, that's kind of combined, journaling, adequate rest, 
proper nourishment. All right? So I actually have a checklist of this. And it's actually a bigger checklist than this six because it kind of breaks each of those things down into the ways that I implement them. So for example, like joy and love are a couple different things that I do in order to check that off my list. And so you can make this look any way you want and I can give you some ideas along the way. But let's start with movement. So for me, absolutely movement is medicine. When I don't exercise intentionally to move my body and get stronger and clear my head and process just the stuckness that's inside my body, the stuck emotions, the the stuck feelings, the stuck sensations, if I don't do some sort of intentional movement that makes me feel strong and empowered, then I feel like total shit. And that is universal. Okay, when you move with intention, like you can't just, you know, go to an exercise class and if you hate the exercise class, it's not going to be any benefit to you mentally. It's going to drain you. And so with all of these things, you have to pick and choose things that work for you and not work against you. So whenever you're thinking of implementing any of these ideas that I have for you, you need to ask yourself, is this going to add more stress to my life or is it going to relieve stress? And you might have to like try different things to see what does work for you. You also might need to like you'll navigate towards something that you love and then you might navigate away from it because it becomes draining just depending on what season of life you're in. So keep that in mind that you are flexible and your life is ever changing and you know ebbing and flowing and and just moving with life and sometimes things will work for you and sometimes they won't so be cognizant of that and when something becomes a stressor to you you need to adjust so for me right now movement I started lifting again I haven't been consistently lifting for a really long time like before the pandemic uh, because I had a good routine I was going to the gym consistently and then when the pandemic hit the gym was closed and that really kind of fucked with <laughs> fucked with my routine and my head game and how I wanted to work out because I loved going to the gym. And so now I've made some adjustments. I I have an awesome home gym. I I love lifting weights, so I do some lifting and then I also do some cardio. We have a, a Peloton bike. So I really like using that as well. And I'm not a huge cardio person. In fact, I loathe cardio. But I like the Peloton because I can compete against myself. I have metrics there to look at. There's like awesome rides you can do and amazing instructors. And I really just like that atmosphere. And I can be by myself. I do not like to work out with people. I, I do not like to, like at a gym, I can be in my own world and have my headphones and hat on and pay attention to anybody else that's a little bit different but as far as like working out with someone or in a group class totally not for me but I can kind of get the best of both worlds with the Peloton because I can take a class but I'm not like with people which I really really like so that's been super helpful to me now for you moving with intention that might look differently like you might be a runner okay and you might love to run. I can't run. It puts too much stress on my body. I hate it. I've talked about this a million times. It's just not for me. 
All right. And so you need to choose something, even if it starts just something little, like stretching or gentle yoga every single day. Like do something that makes you feel good and that you love to do. But movement is a key aspect of it. And you need to get in the mindset that you're doing this movement for you, for your mental health, for your emotional wellness, for your body to be strong and for your body to be healthy and keep that mindset, connect to it, keep that mindset throughout, if you can, throughout that fit the phases of your movement of your workout or whatever you choose to incorporate so key number one is movement all right number two meditation now some of you might be like uh yeah I don't meditate that's not for me that's totally cool I get it not everyone can like connect with that traditional mindset of meditation But meditation doesn't have to look like or feel like what you think it does, okay? We think of meditation, we think of, you know, someone sitting on the floor, like, cross pretzel legs, you know, zoning out and vibing out and, you know, that sort of thing, right? That doesn't have to be what meditation is for you. A meditation can be a moving meditation, okay? That that can be going on a walk and just enjoying getting outside and connecting with the outdoors and with nature and grounding and earthing outside. Meditation can look like maybe you love to paint or read. Whenever you choose to enjoy shutting your thinking brain off and shutting the worrying off, that is meditation. However, Netflix and chilling doesn't count. <laughs> that's that's more of like a numbing type behavior, all right? So this has to be intentional without distraction, like a TV show or a movie or something, right? But you can use music. I do think that that is something that you can tap into. For example, turning on your favorite music and just like jamming out and just fully enjoying the music without any distractions. That's a meditation if you're totally into music and you love that. You can look up different meditations on YouTube for absolutely free. Some of the easiest ones that I really like that helps you connect to your body and get out of your head is just a body awareness meditation. Those are relatively short. They're easy to do. They're very direction-oriented, so they guide you through each step so your mind stays focused on the task at hand. I highly recommend those. I'm uh, working on recording some of my own for my clients, so that's something, um, if we ever work together, that you can look forward to. So meditation can be what you want. Maybe like cooking is very cathartic to you or baking, something like that. That might be your meditation. Don't mind my wipers making noises on the glass. I promise you I'm not passing gas in the car. That was my wipers because it's raining outside. (laughs) So find a meditation, a type of just being with yourself that feels good for you. It might be just taking five minutes and laying on your bed 
and putting a pillow over your face to tune out the outside world. That's totally okay. If that works for you, then do it with intention. All of these things you need to be doing with intention. Okay, the next one is joy slash love. So for this one, again, you need to tap into what brings you joy. This is super individualized, super individualized, because what brings me joy might not bring you joy. And so you need to really think about, well, what brings me joy? And it has to be things that are just for you, okay? Like, I don't want you to choose things like watching my kids play their sports. I mean, that, that can be joyful, yes, but I want you to choose something just for you or choose something that builds connection. So for example, if you're familiar with the five love languages, my love language is touch, okay? So I know that every single day I need to have a consensual touch with someone that I care about. So for example, um, if it's my kids, I make sure, and really this is kind of routine anyway, because every single night, you know, we have like snuggle time during when I'm tucking them in for bed, right? So we do snuggle time and that's good for both of us and that brings connection and joy and love and I can really savor those moments. So with this joy and love piece, it needs to be a moment that you can truly connect with someone or something that you love and savor that joy, savor that feeling of love, savor that feeling of connection. That is the important piece. Take that moment and take it in. Because if you don't, then you're not tapping in to the process that is truly meaningful and that will make a difference. Remember, intention and purpose is everything with each of these. So find something that brings you joy and love and make sure you do something for that for you every single day. And it doesn't have to be like for me, like connection with another person. Something that brings you joy and happiness, you know, could be if you're artistic, it could be, you know, practicing your art. It could be going for a walk in the woods every single day if you can. It could be just being able to sit and read your favorite book that brings you joy. So really tap into something that you love to do. All right, we're at number four on the list already, and this is journaling. I know people hate journaling, and I preach about it all the time. Journaling doesn't have to be difficult. Journaling can be easy. Journaling can be filling in a prompt. Journaling can be listing just affirmations that you want to practice. Journaling, I think some of the most effective journaling is tuning into how you feel. Each day it gives you a place to process what you're feeling because we're not taught how to process our feelings. We're not taught to acknowledge our feelings. So journaling gives you that space and it gives you that opportunity to actually be in a safe place to talk about what you're feeling, what sensations you're experiencing without judgment. And so I really invite you to 
to start journaling, but keep it simple. Keep it so simple. Don't overwhelm yourself with the journaling process. There's online journals and journaling apps that you can use to make this process easier. There, You can just grab a sheet of paper every day. You can type it in your notes. You don't have to have fancy shit in order to journal. But if it motivates you to journal to get fancy shit, <laughs> then by all means do that. Like I have a specific pen that I use to journal with. I have a specific journal that I really love that makes, I don't know, it makes it feel good for me to journal in that journal. So I definitely take advantage of that and use that. So do what works for you. I've had clients use auditory journals in order to save time. So they'll go into like the the auditory or recording, they'll voice note, like voice note themselves on their phone while they're driving to work. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. I'm recording this while I'm driving. You can do that. You can use that in order to, to do a journal. And then you can go back and listen to it later on if that suits you. All right. So somehow, some way, start incorporating journaling into your daily practices because you can't imagine how, like journaling literally changed my life. Like that was the first thing that I started doing when I started, when I was, you know, in my super stuck phase and and very depressed and journaling like probably saved my life. So I highly recommend it. I will never, ever say don't journal probably. (laughs) So yeah, it's a great thing to be able to have that space and that place where you can release what's inside your brain and get it out too, because a lot of times that stuff sticks in our head and just keeps rumbling around. And sometimes, a lot of times it's very effective for people to journal in the morning so you can get that shit out and on paper. And so it's not stuck in your brain and you're not thinking and worrying about it every single day. You have it out on your paper. And so one of the things that I started incorporating with my journaling practice is after I get you know, my stuff out that I journal about. And I like, I don't journal. Sometimes I journal elaborately, but most of the time I don't. Right now what I do is like, I just do a somatic check-in. I do an emotional check-in where I just list how I'm feeling inside as far as my emotions and feelings are concerned. I list the sensations in my body that I'm experiencing and a couple other things. And then when I'm done with that, I make a list of the things that I want to accomplish during the day so then it's not stuck in my head and making me feel anxious and nervous all day because I'm worrying about if I'm forgetting to do something or forgetting to to cross something off my list. I write it down for my to-do list almost. I don't like calling it that though because I also have a weird attachment with to-do lists and how it makes me feel like I'm not accomplishing enough but I write down those things So they're just out of my head and on the paper. And then I can refer to that piece of paper. I can refer to that list every day to make sure that I'm checking those things off. And I don't do it in any particular order. And if I don't get to it, that's totally fine. I move it to the next day to get done. Because I also understand that I have a tendency to write down too many things and then feel bad about not getting them all done. But the other piece that I think is crucial to this journaling that will help you with that, if you're like me, is at the end of the day, 
journal the things that you accomplished or even just one thing that you accomplished that you can feel really proud of. And so I make sure and do that and that makes me feel better if I um, feel like I didn't do much during the day. At least there was that one thing that I can hold on to that I'm proud of for getting done. Even if it's like even if I didn't have a very productive day like this past week on Tuesday I didn't do jack shit and I felt really bad about it but at the end of the day when I went back and I thought about okay well what did I do there was there was one thing that I did do and I I did connect with my clients and have really good client sessions and so I made sure to really savor that I did some good in the world today. I might not have done all that other stuff that I wanted to get done or I thought about doing, but I absolutely connected with my clients and helped them. And so that made the difference for me in feeling totally defeated by the day and actually feeling accomplished, okay, and proud of what I did for them. Okay, the next one. Some of you aren't going to like this one, but this one is getting adequate rest. And I mean this in two different ways. Okay. And so the first way is to make sure you're getting good sleep. And let me tell you, I thought I was getting enough sleep until I actually started forcing myself to go to bed super early and actually get enough sleep and get good quality sleep. So if you haven't already done so, go check out my podcast episode about sleep. It's called Sleep Your Way to Happiness. And when you start implementing some of the things that I talk about in there and doing your own personal little sleep study, you will start to find out all sorts of things on how your lack of adequate sleep is really affecting you in all areas. Not just, you know, feeling tired and how you feel physically, but like how your brain operates, how you emotionally feel, all of the things. Like, go check out that episode. I've been working on this for a while myself, and I, if you think you're getting good sleep, like, just do it anyway, because I thought I was, you know, getting adequate, good enough sleep, and I've since realized that I wasn't. I wasn't sleeping well during the night. I think a lot of it had to do with me being on my phone for an extended period of time right before trying to go to sleep. That was really super affecting my sleep rhythm. And so check that episode out. Uh, Do a little sleep study on yourself. Figure out exactly how much sleep you need to feel good and let sleep work for you the way it was intended to work for you, which was to repair you inside and out, body and brain, overnight so that you can feel your best and do your best work and and be your best, all right? So that is my first tip for rest is getting adequate sleep and just the turnaround that it can have on how you feel so you don't feel so overwhelmed and defeated and exhausted because when you feel exhausted and defeated you don't feel good about yourself right 
and you don't feel like there are things that you can do to help yourself turn it around. But this is one of the things that can really re-energize you and get you in that mindset and give you enough energy to start checking all the other things off of the list that I've been talking about in this episode, okay? It will help you have enough energy to, you know, put in some exercise or get in some type of bodily movement every single day with intention. It will help you have effective meditations because you can shut your brain off and you can focus, right? It will help you savor those moments of joy and love. It will help you focus in your journaling and get the most out of your journaling sessions. So rest is really super important, adequate rest, adequate sleep. The second part of rest is letting yourself actually rest when you need to rest. And I'm not talking about sleep. I'm talking specifically tuning into your body and knowing when to say, okay, we need to slow down. I'm in like a hyper aroused state right now. I am stressed. I am triggered. It's time to put the brakes on and slow down so I can catch my breath and give myself what my body and what my mind needs so I can start feeling energized and not so overwhelmed again. So start identifying even each day when are some points during the day when you feel completely overwhelmed when you feel completely exhausted what are the things that are draining you how can you kind of put an intervention on yourself in those moments so you actually take a break a break that you need and start telling yourself a different story about rest if you need rest it doesn't mean you're lazy or unproductive it means your body system your nervous system is completely tapped out and that you need to take care of it you need to take care of you and reset and the only way you can do that is with effective rest giving yourself a break giving yourself permission to take a break and then actually taking that break so do that when you need to do it recognize when you need to do it and give that to yourself it is such a gift once you eliminate the shame around allowing yourself to rest when you need it and also enlist some people to help you take breaks when you need to take them all right get people in your corner to you know if if you're a mom and you know you're exhausted and you just need five fucking minutes to yourself to calm down and reset because the kids are driving you absolutely bonkers like let them know that you need five minutes like be honest about how you feel and what you need and they will learn that it's okay to feel overwhelmed as long as you do something about it to make yourself feel better that's self-care and we need our kids to learn that just as much as we need to give it to ourselves all right so the last thing on my list of six in this magic formula to beat feeling stuck feeling overwhelmed and feeling defeated is nourishment okay I'm talking about nutrition I'm talking about feeding yourself the good stuff so you feel good I'm not talking about having to do this all of the time and depriving yourself of you know any of the the fun foods that is not what I'm talking about but making sure the bulk of your foods are nourishing for you 
when you're eating like shit, you're going to feel like shit, okay? It's just like putting the wrong type of gas in your car. If you're running a diesel engine and you put regular, you know, gas in it, the vehicle isn't going to run because the wrong fuel is in there. So think of your body as a machine that needs the right fuel in order to perform its best. And everything, you know, a lot of things physically are going to start feeling a whole lot better. Your energy is going to improve. Your brain fog is going to, all of, all of the stuff we've talked about today is going to improve brain fog and all, you know, it's, it all goes hand in hand and works together. And so when you start thinking about how you can change what you're putting into your body to make you feel better, it might mean taking a break on some things for a while, or it might be adding in other things for a while. And the cool thing is, I'll give you an example. I've started, you know, those bag salads that you can buy at the grocery store that have everything in it. It has like the dressing and the, the little salad fixings to go with it. It's all in one bag. I started buying those and eating those every single day. Okay, they're like four bucks a piece, which isn't the cheapest. But I thought to myself, okay, if I spend $4 a day on myself to actually get leafy greens and vegetables in my diet, that's worth it to me because otherwise all I eat is carbs. All I eat are granola bars. All I want to eat are chips. All I want is like the crunchy stuff that isn't the best nutritionally for me. And I'm not one to just sit and nibble on like plain carrots or some shit, you know, like I, I want that flavor. And so I've been really enjoying these salads. They're giving me, you know, first of all, they're totally helping my digestive tract. That's for sure. They're giving me the nutritional benefits of, you know, having those veggies in my diet that I was not getting and they're easy. Like those are things that I need. I need easy and fast and something that I love. Like I really, really like them. They're really, really freaking good. Like so good. There's this like maple bacon bourbon one that is out of this freaking world. You guys, I'm telling you, it is so, so good. And then I add extra veggies to it. Like they usually don't come with tomatoes. So I'll add, you know, like cherry tomatoes or something to them or cucumbers or whatever. Like I add that stuff to make it even more satiating and filling, you know, a little more crunch and, a, you know, just a little more girth to the salad. So yeah, find something that works for you if you know you need to make some changes or enlist in some help. If you need help with nutrition, look for help. You can reach out to me if you want to. I can kind of help point you in a different, in, in a direction that might be good for you, that you, you know, that would work for you. I've got some connections with that and some ideas. And, you know, some things work better for other people. Some things don't work for people very well. You know, and I have some thoughts myself about different, you know, fad diets and stuff. You never want to get on a fad diet train because once you get off of it, you're screwed. So you need to find things that are going to work for you and going to teach you about nutrition. And, and again, just like with the sleep thing, be a scientist of your body. So you're going to pay attention to how you're feeling. You're going to pay attention to how much 
less junk food you crave during the day because you're filling up on this good stuff, but you're actually enjoying the good stuff. And so this is going to have such a tremendous effect on not just your physical health, but your mental and emotional health too, because you're going to feel good about doing good things for your body. And it's going to support your mind and brain health too, once you're putting these nourishing foods in your body and it's not going to flare up that inflammation in your body. It's not going to flare up any skin problems in your body. Like all of this stuff, all of these nourishing foods are there to work for you and to help you feel your best. And when you're feeling your best physically and clearing all the gunk out, not just physically, but emotionally also, you can start beating that feeling of overwhelm and feeling defeated and feeling like this is hopeless. I'm never going to feel good. I'm, you know, I, I'm stuck in this rut. I feel like shit all the time. I'm exhausted all the time. Now, all of these things are great, right? Movement, meditation, practicing joy and love every day, journaling, adequate rest, nourishing your body with healthy foods. All of that stuff is awesome. You're probably like, yeah, this is all great. I knew all this stuff already. I just don't know how to do it for myself. So I'm going to give you a couple tips. The first tip is to just start with one, master it, and then move on to the next. And take baby steps when you start mastering that one thing. So with the movement... And maybe starting with movement isn't going to be the first thing you start with. Maybe you start with sleep. That might be the best place to start. So you start re-energizing to be able to do the other things and add those in. Like you choose, like, what do I think would be the easiest for me to do first? What am I most likely to stick with? And what is the smallest step that I can take so I can be successful and keep moving forward? That's how I want you to look at this. Don't try to implement all of it at once, especially if you're a person who gets easily overwhelmed and gets um, easily defeated by feeling like a failure if you don't accomplish something. Be very careful with that. Um, Start with the thing that's going to make the most sense and give you the most sense of accomplishment so then you can anchor that feeling in and then have you know, an energized, empowered attitude and the confidence to add in the next piece. All right. That's my first piece of advice into implementing these six items into your life. So you start feeling better. The next piece of advice I have for you is to, is to get someone to help, whether that be forming a group with your friends where you start doing these practices together and so you can hold each other accountable, whether that's looking for someone who can support you with these things, if that's a coach of some sort or a mentor or a therapist or a counselor, whatever. Look for support so that you can get guidance. And the last way I can offer this up for you to help you with this is I'm actually starting this week a membership. It's called the Confidently Clear and Connected Community. It is a monthly membership that you can be a part of. And I'm going to help you with every single one of these things and so much more in this group. I'm going to give you specific practices 
in each of these realms, each of the, you know, the movement, the meditation, the joy and love, the journal, the rest, the nourishment, I'm going to give you actual things that you can implement each week and you'll have a community to support you and you'll have me showing you the way and guiding you along the way to make sure that you are seeing these little improvements week over week over week so you can start feeling your very best. And I'm so excited to be offering up this membership and it it's like it is so worth it. It doesn't break the bank. I'm going to have the link for you in the show notes. So if you're interested in it, you can go to that webpage and it's going to tell you all the details on how this works and what I'm offering you inside of this container. So that is my little ditty, my little magic formula for overcoming and beating, feeling stuck, overwhelmed, defeated, and generally just fucking icky every single day. I want you to feel better. I want you to use these ideas in your life to feel your best. And if you feel like you're not exactly sure how to do that, hit me up and I can help you with that. Or go visit that link for the Confidently Clear and Connected Community membership and we can get you in and ready to go so you're feeling your best. Thanks so much for listening today, everyone. As always, reach out if you need support. I am here for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram.